The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let your motor run and head out on the highway. Life is a highway. Big wheels, come on, turn it. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our second annual summer road tour powered by Echo, Kohler Engines, Site One, and Nice Job. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Summer Road Tour. Thank you to our friends at Nice Job, Site One, Color Engines, and Echo for making this possible. I'm out on the road interviewing lawn care landscape professionals, and today we stopped by Naylor Taliaferro's in Midlothian, Virginia, and about 10 lawn care professionals came out. Yeah. And uh, Will Rice is a friend of the show, been on multiple times. Good to have you back on the program. Thank you, man. It's good to be back. You got a girl, bro. Yeah. Since last time I'm here, you've uh, able to get yourself a young lady. You going to ask her to marry you soon, or you already did that, or what? Um, she's not next listening, summer. bro. Next summer. Yeah. Will. So we've uh, next summer, bro. We've actually had these conversations, and yeah, I mean, it's only been eight months, but still, I, I and I even had a conversation with my dad, la- or a couple nights ago. I was like. I mean, I was I was talking to him. I was like, how soon is, like, too soon to be thinking and talking about marriage like this? And he's like, well, me and your mom met in August of whatever year it was. And then we were like, and then they were, like, pretty much decided to get married by February of the next year. So he was like, that was six months. So, and I mean, she's still in college. So I told, we've we've had conversations between me and her just sitting and talking about this stuff. And I was like, let's get you through college first get your degree done, get your career started. And then we'll, um, I threw it out. I want to go meet with my financial advisor ideally, and just kind of get financial advice when it comes to marriage. Cause I know that can be a huge issue or, yeah. um, so, and I just, and I don't want to have any issues like that going on. And I'm very thankful that she's not going to have any student loans coming out of college, which is a big thing. Fantastic. So, um, but yeah, I mean, she's super encouraging. Like if I, if I'm having a bad day or whatever, she always knows what to say or what, how to cheer me up. And she would, if she was here sitting on the podcast, she'd say the same thing about me. I can guarantee you that. Um, and, um, she's just, fantastic i mean i can't ask for anything better awesome well we appreciate the update there will (laughs) 
they're going to make uh, some of the lawn bros cry, man. So let's talk about uh, your business. And uh, you've shared your story many times on, on my oh, show. Yeah. So you can give the uh, very abbreviated version and then we'll get into what's new uh, with Will's Lawn Service. Uh, you started as a young buck. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I've been doing stuff. I was the neighborhood kid when I was like 10 years old. But once I got my license, or even then, once I got my learner's permit, I think I was still, I was freshman or sophomore. It was like the summer of soft, uh summer going into sophomore year of high school. And my dad would go out with me on Saturdays and Sundays, and he would just sit in the truck all day and I'd do the work, which whatever, it's fine. Um, but it was, it was fun being with him, riding in the truck with him, having conversations or whatever. And, uh, at that point I was mowing for quite a few people he knew. So he'd occasionally get out of the truck and go in the house with them while I did the yard or whatever. Um, and then got my license and then that would have been sophomore year. Uh, I got my license. So the summer going into junior year, I was able to drive and actually start doing stuff. So I'd go out and cut after school or do leaves or whatever. And then summer came and it was like, oh, hey, I have the freedom to get up in the morning and leave and go do work. And I mean, I wasn't quite full time then. Like I didn't have a full five day schedule or whatever, because I still had to kind of be like, I can't take on but so much because then come September when I got to go back to school, I got to figure out how I'm going to cut all these yards and whatnot. So, like, I'd get out of high school and go cut three, four yards in the evening. So, I'd have, like, and most of the work I did was on Saturdays. Um, I had a friend of mine in high school helping me at the time. So, it worked out for both of us. And then once I graduated high school, I tried going to community college for a business degree. And that ended up. I just got so busy, I wasn't able to keep busy going to running college. your business. You yeah, gotta exactly. go learn about business, right? <laughs> so. Um, so I just and then went full time with that, and normally still mow grass four days a week and landscape work Fridays and Saturdays and makeup day or whatever. So like this week, I took Monday off for the holiday because it's the week after July Fourth. Um, so I took Monday off for the holiday because originally it looked like a clear week. Like, it was going to be sunny all week, and then we had Hurricane, Hurricane Elsa. Elsa or whatever roll through yesterday, so I was most of the way through my Wednesday route, and I got a late start because we got, like, six inches of rain or something. Yeah, I overnight. drove. I, yeah. like, followed Elsa when I was in Columbia, South Carolina. They had arrived. Then I yeah. drove up to Virginia, and I just, yeah. like, drove right through it. It was it was very frustrating. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I was, I, I got... I have five yards left to cut tomorrow. They're all, it's like three and a half hours worth of work. They're all close together. Bang them out. Uh, yeah, exactly. How like, many yards you got now, Will? I want to say I'm doing probably 50 to 55 a week in total, probably 80 to 85. So, so. you still got some of the bi-weeklies? Yeah. And I mean, I would like to not have them, but that's honestly most of my income is the bi-weekly lawns, so... And I did some price adjusting and stuff this year, so I'm making Good. a little more. I used your letter for that. Between you, well, you, you and Fullerton's, I kind of took them both and made, wrote my own. But. Yeah, and guys, you don't have to overthink it. It's so simple. People get so overwhelmed, like, uh, I don't know what to write. And they just, like, get paralyzed. Yeah. Like, just say, hey. My price was going up. It was thirty five bucks. I, now it's forty bucks. And I actually bucks. didn't lose anybody. There you go. So that that was the main thing. Is like, um, how many people am I going to lose? But I never actually lost anybody when I went up. So that was the good thing. And even if you do lose some, 
you'll it'll, still it'll make, make up the for same it. or more, and you'll be doing less work. Let's and say so, you got fifty dollar loans or whatever. You got what five, ten, fifty dollar loans. You go up on all ten of them, five bucks. You lose one, you're still making the same amount of money doing do, less work. And you're doing less work and just the psyche and the, yeah. con, the when you're out on a property, you're like, this is $55 versus 50. It's just, it, it literally changes the way you feel. Yeah. Uh, you can be on the exact same grass, cutting the exact same blade, same property, but when it's actually, you're making the More proper um, rate per man hour, it gives, it just feels different. And yeah. uh, Anyway, yeah, I have a rate increase letter. You you plugged yeah. it there, but it's just so simple. We we wrote it so you can put your information in and then email it to the customer and notify them that the rate's going up. And you're not the only one doing this. My cleaning company that cleans my place, they did this. A lot of other companies, QuickBooks, they just sent me a letter that they it's going up, like up 10, 10 bucks a month. month. Yeah. And you're biting your fingernails over raising your price is three bucks per cut. QuickBooks just sent it out. We ain't doing nothing about it. Allman got the letter. You got it as an email. It was like, hey, you're going up. I don't use QuickBooks. Well, I, 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 I do use QuickBooks, and I'm still going to use QuickBooks, right? Yeah. It's not like I'm going to go through the hassle. Of going back to pen and paper. Of uh, And I have a great bookkeeper, uh, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, and they like to use QuickBooks. It's just what they're familiar with. So they got me. Ten bucks a month. Yeah. And your customer... If they're a good customer, they want to be loyal to you and they don't want to go through the hassle of calling someone else out. And if everything's already running, then you're 50 bucks. And now next year you're 53 bucks. They're going to keep you rolling. And if they don't, you'll replace them. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. And I mean, there's always more lawns. If you lose a lawn, oh, well, somebody will stop you and eventually want you to do their property. You just give them the new rate. And if they accept it, they accept it. There you go. We're going to have more with Will Rice coming right up as the Green Industry Podcast second annual summer road tour continues from Naylor Talia Farrell's Lake. Lake Talia Farrell. Calling all landscape pros who want to get serious about healthy turf and a healthier bottom line. It's time to throw down new innovations. Built on 50 years of proven agronomic proficiency, Lesco fertilizers, control products, seed and equipment are engineered to produce more resilient turf. We'll continue to bring new technologies, so no matter the day, you'll always bring your A-game. Upgrade and outperform with Lesco. Visit siteone.com slash Lesco today to learn more. Yeah, this is just a job. Kind of like this is just a blower, and you're just some friends taking in the fall colors. The Echo PB9010, 220-mile-per-hour wind speeds, 1,100 cubic feet per minute of bye-bye. It's just the most powerful backpack blower in the world. So maybe that was just a job after all. Echo, power on and on. Hey, gang, it's Marty, and we could not bring you the summer road tour without the help of our sponsors. We are so grateful to our friends at Nice Job, They are a reputation marketing software that is easy to use and super effective. If you're looking for more customer reviews, leads, sales, and just to grow your business, visit get.nicejob.com. You can sign up for a free 14-day trial of NiceJob's review platform. That's at get.nicejob.com or use the link that I'll put in the show description. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together 
Triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. Kohler, powering your profitability since 1920. All right, friends, we're back with Will Rice. He is one of our featured interviews on the Summer Road Tour. And, uh, you know, I think I was making you nervous that I wasn't going to make it today. Well, we had a hurricane when he came through. I was like, Will, you're on the brochure. You're on the flyer. You're the headliner. I'm, I'm driving to Virginia to interview you because he's like, well, I might. I, I, and I understand there's a hurricane. So yeah. guys are scrambling to get everything done. So I appreciate you working, coming, uh, squeezing us in at the last hour of sunlight here yeah. uh, to, to share with us your story. So what season is this since you've been full-time, out of high school, not working around um, crazy schedule, but just all your hours of work get to go to build your business? I graduated high school in 2016. It's 2021, so was that? So it would have been summer 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, so it's six. Six years full-time. And are you still in the same shop I was at last summer sharing yeah. it with your buddy? Yeah. You guys haven't had any theft or anything like that? Uh, we did, actually. Because um, that was got, a sketchy area. I was, I was, it, it's not Well, to, it's to not an outsider sketchy. coming in and don't yeah. know, and you're like, you have you know hundreds of thousands or whatever it is, if you yeah. add up all your equipment just but chilling there, it made me nervous. We did have a trailer stolen back in November, and it was in broad daylight, 1245 in the afternoon on a Saturday. At the shop or was it At the shop. Really? Yeah. Guy, so the person that's yours or the but your buddies, my buddies, um, but the guy that actually ended up stealing it was known for go at renting vehicles and going up and down the east coast, steal a trailer and then steal other things to put on the trailer and take it down. I think he lived in Florida or South Carolina or something, and he'd revend them and paint them and resell them like that was how he made his living. And um, but that happened, and um, did they catch him? I don't know. Supposedly, but I I don't know all the information. I just know that's that's all the information that I know. And then um, we um after that happened, his mom and girlfriend put uh sort of like it happened. It got shared. People were like, well, how can we help or whatever? So he found a trailer to be able to use uh, for the time being because it was right at the end of mowing. I think it was actually middle of October when it happened. Um, because it was during aeration season. So yeah, it would have been the middle of October. Um, and found a trailer he was able to use. People started asking, like, what they could do to help or donate money to help buy him a new one or whatever. So um, his mom and girlfriend put, like, I don't want to say a fundraiser, but, like, she put her information out, like, you can Venmo me or Zelle or whatever, and we ended up um, one of the local trailer dealerships um, sells actually a local made locally made trailer it's a homes trailer i'm sure guys know what they are um but they basically rush ordered him a replacement trailer uh with a few upgrades from what he had before um on his old and he had bought the trailer in april so it was april to october six months is how long he had the trailer and it got stolen uh thankfully no equipment was on it 
uh, other than a couple gas cans and trimmer line in the toolbox in the front, but no trimmers, no blowers, no mowers, nothing got stolen off of it. It was just the trailer. Um, but we raised enough money to pay for a replacement trailer. We had a big thank you event uh, back in November. It was the first weekend of November, uh, so it was like two weeks after it happened. We had a big thank you event just bringing everybody together, had um, some snacks and stuff, had a local coffee shop that does, has a coffee truck out serving drinks and snacks and stuff like that. And um, one of the guys, the manager of the local trailer place, the trailer had come in like two days before this event. And wow. I was like, well, so he took it to his house the night before and I left. I snuck away. He he didn't realize I left until I got back, but I snuck away, went to the guy, went to the manager's house, picked the trailer up and pulled in with it and surprised him. Oh, that's really cool. So, and I'm really impressed with you guys, the Virginia community here. I know that, you connect, you talk numbers, you talk aeration best practices, yeah. you help not just him out with the trailer. I know Seth uh, had a situation and you didn't you help him yeah, out? Yeah, I let him borrow one of my extra trailers. Yeah, so. so it's really cool to see this is how it's supposed to be. Because I'd want somebody to do the same for me, so. Yeah. There's no reason to not help somebody out if you're able to. I mean, it's it's that simple. It's, it is. Treat others. The way that uh, you want to be treated. What's your um, operation now? Are you solo still? Yeah. So I need to hire somebody. It's just I can't release that. I I feel like I can't release that control, and nobody's going to do it how I would do it. And I'm 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 picky about how things look and stuff like that. And it seems like everybody I know that's any half decent good at it is either in a different profession or has their own company. So that's kind of what sucks. So I just need to, I need to learn to release that control of, okay, it's not, it might not be the way I would do it, but I can train somebody to help do it. But it's also like, I don't, do I have time to train somebody who has zero experience and anybody who's got experience? And I mean, the wages now are just ridiculous. It's like you almost have to pay somebody $20, $25 an hour just to come and help you cut grass. Yeah. That's, so. I was at Starbucks this morning. And they were interviewing people to work at Starbucks. And I was shocked because it seemed like both interview. I mean, they were sitting right next to me, Will. Yeah. So I'm listening to the candidates or whatever yeah. they're called being interviewed. I was like, these people, there's no way they're going to get the job. And then the lady's like, so can you start in three weeks on Friday? And it's like, that guy got hired? Um, it was just they're, like. Everybody's just hurting for employees. Yeah. It was crazy. So uh, welcome. We got <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Naylor, you you have a podcast, right? Yeah, cool. Okay, well, Naylor's down there. Look forward to meeting you. We've got um, ten plus folks uh, coming through here, and I don't know who they are. So I'm like, I'm assuming you're here. I don't know who some of them are. I know (laughs) most of them. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, Naylor, uh, back to the community in Virginia. He knew I was coming here on my road tour, and last year I interviewed uh, Will. Uh, Stacy Flanagan you broke and, and it up, Naylor. Though. Yeah. But um, Naylor's like, I'm going to do you a solid. You just come set up your podcasting board and I'm going to get you nine or 10 episodes. And he's been more than faithful to Kinda his like word. Kind of like what you did at Brian's on yeah. the winter tour. Except Brian put or me in the corner of his garage. And um, we're here at, at the lake, man. <laughs> do you remember the difference between a lake and a pond? Yes. The, according to Naylor, a lake goes deep. 
A pond is shallow. A pond is shallow. And so the water here, <laughs> my Mr. Producer texts me. He's like, I finally saw the Lake Taliaferro. Like, That's a puddle. <laughs> so, so anyway, we we joke, if you're just brand new to the podcast, it was all the way last year. This will be an ongoing joke forever as long as you come. Yeah, here. guys will come up to Naylor probably at GIE and, ah, I heard you live on a lake or whatever. And, um, I mean, you could easily swim across it. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what's. I don't in there, know though. if I'd want to swim. No, in it, I want but... it's 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 kind of dark, but um, I mean I'm not I'm not hating if I if I had a house with this in the backyard versus although right now in my backyard is the Appalachian Mountains, it's the woods, yeah, and I kind of like that. It's just really secluded. Peaceful. Yeah, but um, I don't want to hate to the point where I would not do this because yeah. this is really cool. I mean it's it's um there's something about water that's refreshing. So very much so. Legally, technically, I think it's a lake. It's just not as big as Lake Michigan or Lake Ontario. Whatever, what are the Great Lakes? Will do you know? Uh, Michigan, Ontario. I don't know. Lake, lake, <laughs> lake Erie, Erie. Erie. What's the saying to? I forget the saying to something remember. Something about the something. Great Lakes. Yeah, I don't know. Our friends listening in Wisconsin, Michigan, <laughs> Pennsylvania—they're like, screaming us. what the lakes are to us. Yeah, right well, I know Lake Ontario, Lake yeah. Michigan, Lake Erie. Yeah, you're I'm gonna make me want. Is there Lake and, Carnegie or something like that? I don't that? know. You're gonna make me sit here and Google the Great Lakes. All right. Yeah. Let me think one more time before you blurt it out. Lake Erie, Lake Ontario. Now I forget the other one. Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, Lake Michigan. That's one of them. There's two more. There's five Great Lakes, I think. Superior, Michigan, Huron, Erie, and Ontario. Huron. And Superior. Superior. Lake Huron. Lake Superior. I would have never never remembered those. So (laughs) wasn't much of a student. Yeah. Uh, in school and uh, it sounds like you weren't either because well I was I was an AB student but that's not what I mean yeah when you when you have that entrepreneurial DNA you sit there in class and you're like this person's this not has a business. nothing like, to do well, with this me. is nothing that's benefiting me building my business and you just block it out and so now, now I, d- I did try to take Spanish because I figured that would be useful at some point but ladies. I took four years of that and learned nothing hola mami <laughs> You know, there's a lot of uh, Spanish folk that um, work in this industry. I was just yeah, exactly. interviewing Kyle Perkins last night. He has 25 employees, and the majority of them are Spanish. So yeah. I did pick up Spanish through, you know, just yeah. working with. Um, and I mean, that's the folk. way to do it. Learning it in a classroom setting, I've heard, is a whole lot different than going somewhere and being immersed in that. Well, I was saying the F word. Yeah, I didn't even know it's an F. So in front of everything, I'm like, it's effing hot, man. Like, it's like, how you effing doing? Like, I just, because I, I yeah. learned slang. And so one day my friend, you know, he knew I'm Sat you down trying like, to walk with the Lord and have oh, integrity. And he's like, hey, man, you you know, you're, that word means F-U-C-K. And I was yeah. like, no way. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I just, it wasn't quite matching your uh, lifestyle. So I, yeah. I cut out uh, how I speak Spanish. So... <laughs> Well, we got a bunch of folk still here to interview, and we're we're oh, yeah. running out of uh, sunlight. So, give your uh, your best uh, piece of information uh, to our friends that listen to the Green Industry Podcast all over the world. We got folks listening to Australia, New Zealand, Europe, Canada, across America, and um, a lot of guys are just new into the industry. And so, to see a seasoned veteran like you, six years full time, 
Uh, what's your best? Twenty-four years old or twenty-three years old. Yeah. What, what's your best? Um, departing. Um, um, knowledge and motivation. Well, like we talked about last year, the earlier you learn to say no, the better your life will be. So, if you don't want to do something, if you're not equipped to do something, don't be scared to say no. And if it's something you don't want to do, don't be scared to say no. Like, I know a lot of guys starting out, they want to take on anything and everything they possibly can, but you got to know your limits and know what you're capable of to be able to do and go from there and figure out. And I see a lot of people, like, stick to your pricing. Like, that's that's the big thing is, like, you go out and quote somebody. We were talking about it down there. It was another company, and the guy was came in. He was like, I'm not happy with this company. What's your price? And gives him the price. He's like, whoa, that's more than the other company. And you come back at him. I'm like, yeah, but look at the quality of work. You see the quality of work I do, whether it's your neighbors or online or social media or whatever. I'm like, you see the difference that you're paying, but you don't want to pay the difference because you're so used to this. And you just got to stick to your pricing. Like if you go in and price a yard at 60 bucks to cut it, and they're like, oh, well, I was paying $40. I'm like, well, my price is my price. That's where I've got to be to make money with my overhead, equipment, insurance, payments, whatever. And you just, a lot of times if you explain why your pricing is your pricing, they'll kind of understand it and realize that, oh, okay, maybe it is worth it. Yeah, so. and I think I heard this on Naylor's podcast, actually. But these these homeowners, they're not around thinking about your business. Yeah. They're, they're not thinking, well, what's his vehicle insurance? They're thinking what's, of they're getting thinking my grass cut. Yeah, exactly. And it's they hot, it's hot out here. They're not even, they don't even think about it. Yeah. And uh, just like when we go to a restaurant, we're not thinking about all the ingredients and all the things going into the back of everything that goes into this. Why am I paying 18 bucks for this meal? But they're not thinking about all of our overhead either. So either yeah. with confidence saying it's $60 and, and they can just, it, you kind of put them in your place with a professional confidence. Exactly. And then if it needed, sometimes that's all it is. Then if needed, you can even explain it. Well, well Miss Susie, you know, we're, we're a legitimate company. We pay our quarterly taxes. We have a lot of overhead to make sure to bring you the best service that we can. And this is our rate so that we can actually sustain and, Give you make it about them. Give you an yeah. incredible service um, that's dependable and reliable, and you'll be proud of. And then and like when, I, know. when I have people signing up, or when they first sign up, I'm like, if they if they sign up, I'm like, okay, well, let me get your name, phone number, email address, all that stuff. I'm gonna put you in my CRM. Your cut day is normally gonna be Thursday, and you'll get a text message at Wednesday at five o'clock saying I will be What's there CRM on Thursday. Using? Jobber. Um, but I was like, you'll get a text message the night before letting you know I'm coming. If I have a rain delay, just expect it the next day or whatever. So, and it's been nice to have that. And a lot of people came back cause I started using it, I think after last year's podcast, okay. um, and start and people, when I first started using it, they're like, Oh my gosh, I love this text message. Cause it lets me know like, Hey, he's coming. We need to get the yard cleaned up. If they got kids or dogs, pick the dog poop up, move stuff around or whatever. And it's, it's been super nice for them to, and it, it's been nice for me to track and bill from and all that stuff. So, yeah. And if you talk to job or tell him Paul sent you, Paul James, Green Industry Podcast, they'll get you a big deal for real. Yeah. So we appreciate our friends over there in Canada, Jobber. All right. Well, thank you to uh, today's show sponsors. Nice job. Golf Coast. No. Yeah. Golf Coast Bookkeeping. 
Uh, man, it's been a long gotta, day. Echo, Kohler Engines, <laughs> Site One, GPS Track. Yeah, we appreciate you guys sponsoring today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast, giving me the opportunity to come out here. And uh, it's a different than when you guys call in and you're on the show oh, versus yeah. a phone call. Face-to-face is always Face-to-face, better. breaking bread together, talking shop. I've been up here podcasting all night, but what were you guys talking about? I could just hear you talking shop down there. Uh, it was like nine aeration. or ten lawn bros. Yeah, talking yeah. about aeration equipment. Like, I mean, it's mid-July, not even. It's first week of July, and we're already talking about aeration season, which for us is September and October. So, I mean, they're like, have you... Charles was down there saying, have you guys sent out your aeration emails yet? And I was like, I normally do mine like first, second week of August. And Charles is like, I've already sent mine out in Virginia Green, which is a local big treatment company. They have, they send it out in January and people prepay it. That's pretty dope. But we were also talking about seed prices increasing and all that stuff. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. And I know Will's being sarcastic because we are thankful to have um, a lot of sponsors uh, for the show. But we'll always put their uh, information in the resources. So when you're looking at the episode notes, you can actually go there and you can click on Nice Job, for example. And it'll it'll take you to their site, get you a discount and and all of that. And um, Echo, Site One, Kohler. Um, these companies give us this opportunity, GPS track it, Gulf Coast bookkeeping. They're, they're all to help your business. Whether you it's put a bo- your rate increase letter down in there since we talked about it. If Mr. Producer, <laughs> uh, good, good, good cue, Mr. Producer. If you could, my friend, <laughs> put the rate increase letter in there as well. You can click on that and it'll take you right to the, to the resource that you want. And so it's, it's hard on every episode to mention everybody all the time. And you, and I mean, you, to sidetrack off of the rate increase, you hear guys doing it at the beginning of the year, but if you get halfway through the season and realize, oh, crap, I'm not making money on this property, send it out now. Yeah, it's, It might be July. You're halfway through the grass season, but send it out now. Don't eat the cost for the rest of the season and then go up next year. Send it out when you realize that you need to. Matt Lamarsh is the was the pro. He's a real estate mogul now, mogul in uh, Atlanta now, just crushing it in Sandy Springs. My guy, Matt LaMarche, would send out rate increase letters in the middle of the season. And I was like, Matt, like it made me nervous just thinking about it. He's like, Paul, he's like, I got to train my customers that I raise my rates. And he's like, I'm, I'm getting it into their mind to expect LaMarche Landscaping to raise the rates. And he went a great a landscaping company. Now, is he sending them out mid-year saying they're effective for the following No, year? no, no. Or he's they're effective saying, immediately? Um, well, I think it's like a two-week notice. Okay. But he was doing it in the middle of the season because the demand was so, he's like, and if they want to walk, I got five people lined up that would love because he was, uh, so he, he, he had was, a, was he so full so he had He to was make so room? full and he had one, um, he had one employee but they did such excellent work in a small route dense area that everyone wanted them to work, but he didn't have room. He, he, he literally couldn't take so on another client. he did client. it as a way to make room in his schedule. Yeah, but, he, but it, it ultimately made him more. It's just a very smart guy. If you want to follow him, um, at Matt LaMarsh, I think he's on Instagram. He's a real estate agent guy now. He sold his business, but very, very intelligent man. Guys, I got to get going to North Carolina here shortly, and we still got many of the lawn bros down there that still need to get interviewed. So, Will, thank you for your time, my no friend. No problem. Thank you, Paul. All right. We'll keep, the, we'll keep the show rolling. Check out the resources in the episode notes. All righty. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. Thanks again to Nice Job, Site One, Kohler Engines, and Echo for powering our second annual summer road tour. And don't forget to smash that follow button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. 
You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by chef.